This is the Morning Sports Desk for Monday, December 11th. Corey, you have uh, the Cardinal Cup tonight. Uh, yeah, I guess we could call it that. A little high school boys basketball action on the fan this evening. Staples Motley Cardinals host the Uppsala Cardinals. Staples Motley boys basketball 1-1 one and one on the season. Opened the year up with a 73-61 victory over Wadena Deer Creek. And then in their second game, lost 76-51 to Osakis. So this game three of the very young 23-24 boys basketball season. Upsala Cardinals come into tonight's contest. They are 2-1 and one overall. Uh, their one loss uh, sandwiched in between their two victories. A 79-63 win over Holding Ford, then losing to Brandon Evansville 67-55 and beating Browerville Eagle Valley 69-60. So this game four of the season for the Upsala Cardinals. Staples Motley Cardinals, Upsala Cardinals, 7-15 pregame tonight with a 7.30 tip-off. Listen on AM 1430 or 98.5 FM, The Fan. The Fan. You know, the Cardinal Cup, I think, was just kind of the alliteration, but I feel like that's probably the right word for this. So when I was at Bemidji State, uh, there was Bemidji State Beavers, obviously. Yep. There's the Minot State Beavers. Yes. So anytime they'd play, uh, they would call it the Beaver Bash. Sure, of course. Now, I would call it the Beaver Battle because battle sounds cooler, especially when you're talking like football. But, you know, Bash sounds more of like a party atmosphere, you know? Yeah, it kind of does. Kind of does. Battles the like... The shindig. Yeah. Uh, well, the Beaver <laughs> shindig didn't quite work out. No, I well. know, but you're right. Had, Bash had, does have like a shindig vibe to it's it. It's got something, you know? It's, it's just not quite, uh, let's go beat the other team to a pulp. It's like, let's go hang out with them. Maybe right. see if they want to like go get some food later. But and... in, de- in their defense, it's not actually a battle. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's, you don't have like swords and stuff. That's true, but so maybe, maybe, maybe both are. Maybe they should have just called it a football game. No, <laughs> no. Maybe, maybe those. Maybe all you beavers were overthinking it. Nope, we're just. <laughs> nope, nope, that's not it at all. That's not it at all. We're we're way too busy to, to think about that. We're some busy beavers here. So, uh, anyway, yeah, the Cardinal Cup is tonight. That's on KNSP. The, that's on the, the Green Beavers and the Red Beavers, right? Yeah, uh, they're called the. We call Minot State the Christmas Beavers because they're red and white. Oh, yeah, and Bemidji doesn't have green. Yeah, no. the only other Christmas color. Yeah, but it's bright, bright red. That's uh, that sticks out a little bit. Christmas more. Beavers. Well, you put them both together, and they're green and uh, green and red. So that sounds like a production company, the Christmas Beaver cr- Production Company. Yeah, you know, like you turn on a movie, and it's like Paramount presents a new brought line to you cinema. by Christmas Beavers. Right. <laughs> you try and watch a movie, and there's like five different studios, and you keep thinking, "Ah, the movie's gonna start." And it's like Man in Silhouette Studios, and it's like, ah. yeah. And then it's like a beaver on the water, and you're like, "Oh, it's just like a nature shot. Oh, that's a cool shot." And that's Christmas Beaver Productions. Yep. And you're like, uh, Yeah, we got it. We got it. We get it. Four different studios finance this thing. but Literally no one has ever paid attention to any of those things. And so I'm like, oh my gosh, this studio, it's really going to be a good one. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> anyway, can you tell that we don't want to talk about the Vikings game yesterday? The what? Yeah, exactly. Uh, hey, Corey, do you know what the lowest score in NFL history was? Th- 
2-0? No, there's never been a 2-0 game in NFL history. There hasn't? No, there has not. Thank goodness. But the Vikings tied the lowest scoring game in NFL history. If you're going to be bad, be historically bad. That's what my buddy always said. Yeah, I mean, no use being halfway bad. Then that's just bad that's not fun. Be comically bad. And that's what the Vikings were. And that's what the Vikings offense has been the last two games. Comically bad bad and i and and eventually ended with kevin o'connell pulling the plug by the way vikings defense has not allowed a touchdown in their last two games they've allowed one touchdown in 12 quarters Uh uh-huh amazing they're playing great and then the offense decided now is the time to fall off a cliff Uh, josh Dobbs got benched midway through the fourth quarter nick mullins came into the game and didn't look great but in the one quarter of play he did out through Josh Dobbs by 20 yards, had four more completions, and led the Vikings to one scoring drive, which is all that was needed to win in Las Vegas. So the Vikings have a lot of flaws. Yes. But let's let's talk about Dobbs here for, for just a moment, because I think it's important to to bring some of these things up. He sure. obviously brings a lot to the table, right? He had he had a, a first down run in the first half that like there's not every quarterback in the league can do those sorts of things. Right. Especially the quarterback that he's replacing is mm-hmm. not a guy who's just going to I think he can, he just elects not to uh a lot of times in right. Cousins. Um there's but there's some other things that are true and and I think now is this game 4 with Dobbs? Uh, yeah, if you count Atlanta, New Orleans, yeah, and then his Denver, third, his third start, right? Chicago, Las Vegas. So this is fourth start, fourth fifth start. game. Okay. Yeah. So what we found out in a quarter of a season now with Dobbs is that um, he can't throw the ball. Um, even that Justin Jefferson injury play—that's a Dobbs throw, man. Mm-hmm. Like you put that ball down at number level and allow Jefferson to protect himself a little bit, I think you probably don't lose Justin Jefferson to, even though he got hit in the back, they called it a chest injury. Well, he got hit in the, it looked like he got hit in kind of the ribs. Yeah. And then fell on his hip. Not good, right? No, but not that good. ball was that ball didn't need to be thrown where it was. It, you know, from my perspective anyway, right. watching it from, um, you know, a thousand miles away and on TV and not being a professional athlete. That those are the sorts of things that like that ball is just not. Now he threw a great ball to Hawkinson up the left sideline that Hawkinson just elected to not catch. There were some massive drops in the game, but it's those sorts of plays that like that's the difference between keeping your receiver in the game or not. Right, and maybe the best receiver in the game. Um, uh, he can't throw it. <laughs> I, well, he can't, he can't put it. He can't put it like in a circle, you know. Well, and that's the thing is Josh Jobs in his first game against Atlanta threw a hot. So we've called them hospital balls, and what they mean is, hey man, if you keep throwing that ball, you're going to send your wide receiver to the hospital. Yeah. And KJ Osborne in the first game in Atlanta, Dobbs played in, yep. got a ma- like that dude was out for two weeks with a concussion because he got obliterated over the middle of the field, and you go. Not ideal, but it's his first game. They don't have timing. They don't have whatever. And maybe that's the same thing with Jefferson. But Dobbs literally threw Jefferson a hospital ball. Jefferson had to go to a local hospital. Literally, yeah. Because they wanted to make sure he didn't puncture a lung or something. Right. Like Or crack a rib or whatever. But, like, that's the... And, again, 
Do- Dobbs can do some things. I'm again. Not, <laughs> again. 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 Uh, Dobbs can do some things. Uh, yeah. But and and by and, the way, that's just that's just an example of. of I, I don't I don't mean to like hang him out to dry on that particular play. It it's also football and it happens. Right. Some it of didn't that matter happens where that ball was going to be. Jefferson was going to get crunched. You went over the middle. You're probably going to yes. know you're going to take a hit. But, but there a few plays later, there was a, a pass to um, uh, Powell mm-hmm. that. Uh, I mean, it, it was like a long third down. They they needed it. He kind of won. Like, that That ball was so – he's just inaccurate would be, the I guess, the best way to put it. Now, they had other – a ton of issues. Like, I didn't think the O-line was that great. Well, half the O-line got hurt. And then half the O-line – I didn't think they were good before they got hurt, and then they got hurt. Yeah. Um they're kind of a they're kind of a a second string practice squad team all season long and especially now they got a lot of injuries they did i mean ed ingram wasn't playing in that game brian o'neill left and in that game as well uh they also had uh, uh dalton reisner leave for part of the game he ended up coming back but they had three of their starting five offensive linemen out at one point you had jalen naylor coming on the field and needing to make catches which is he might be good, but he's a developmental guy at wide receiver that you're kind of having to throw out there because you just need guys. And yeah, things weren't ideal. But, but back to the Dobbs thing for a second is the inaccuracy is one thing. The other thing, and I think teams have figured this out, Dobbs is, we love Dobbs and the ability to get out and scramble. And that's important. And I think that the Vikings in their next quarterback need to have a guy that can do that. So I'm not saying the scrambling part is bad. Dobbs is a little too quick to get out of the pocket, though. And he's, and when he goes out of the pocket, he goes backwards a lot to try and, again, keep the play alive, and I get it. And that's not in itself bad, but he doesn't quite have the situational awareness to know when to kind of get rid of it, when to get out of it. Because there's a couple times where he took some brutal sacks that were eight yards longer than they probably needed to be. There's a, a really important thing that I think a lot of Vikings fans went through um and misunderstanding fun and good yeah there's a lot of fun bad games <laughs> that, and and uh, again we're uh, again we're again <laughs> we're killing dobbs for this and it's not entirely his fault no it's not entirely he's his fault. he's a part of it um but just because it was fun that he came in and beat atlanta and whooped new orleans in the first half uh right doesn't mean that it is was going to be good. That just means that right. it was that it was fun. Or the good lives it lives in a vacuum. It's okay for it to live in a vacuum. Right. Um, the vacuum of space, if you will, for the astronaut. We're exactly right. Yeah. We also get a little. This is why it's important to have a starting quarterback. Because I'm on a text thread that was like, "When is Mullins gonna play? <laughs> when is J- where's Jaron Hall?" The fan like, base is clamoring for Nick Mullins and a fifth round rookie quarterback. The phrase in our text in our text thread was "sullen for Mullen." <laughs> <laughs> I'm sullen for Mullen. So this is important because I I would like to also point out that Mullins isn't good. Yeah, I mean he wasn't spectacular either. He held down the fort, got a field goal. So this is what happens when your choice is um, a backup quarterback or a backup quarterback 
or a backup, backup quarterback. quarterback. They have three choices. They're all backup quarterbacks. They're all. Um, I might have to. I might have to uh, reverse course a little bit on my Dobbs take from the past couple of weeks. They have three backup quarterbacks now who they're having to pick from. Mm-hmm. This is. Let's be realistic about what this Vikings team is. They're okay with a lot of with turnover issues, and. A backup quarterback leading the way. Hey, they, hey! By the way, Corey, they did not turn the football over yesterday, though. If they would have, they would have lost. Exactly, and the Raiders turned the ball over twice. So the Vikings won the turnover battle, and they won ugly. Which yep. again, again, Colin, we're we, gonna do it. We're gonna do until it until we're both dead. Ah, oh, man, <laughs> dang it! And by the way, no one has any idea what we're referencing. No, and that uh, that's okay. We're not gonna tell anyone. This is for me and CJ only. Let us have this, please. So. <laughs> That's the thing. The Vikings are shuffling deck chairs in the Titanic. There is people in Viking social media that are just fighting tooth and nail that Jaron Hall isn't starting and what is Kevin O'Connell doing? He's such an idiot. I want or I want Mullins. O'Connell's such an idiot. Why doesn't he play? You guys, they're all limited. Like they can all do some things that the other guys can't, but they're all very limited. The winner in all of this is Kirk Cousins' agent. Cause he's just gonna go, hmm, you know. At, uh, you guys thought you had something there with Dobbs, and you thought you didn't need him. But, uh, you know, does $40 million a year sound that bad for you guys, really, for stability at the quarterback position? need a starter. I you need just need it. it. And I know. would like to see, if you had to pick okay, who starts the rest of the year, you've got three guys to choose from. Who are you picking? I'm – see, I've – I'm not rolling with Dobbs just because I think we've seen enough of that. I think Jaron Hall is still unproven, and he's got a small sample size. I get the shot of, like, well, let's run him out and see what he has, but this team is trying to still make the playoffs. I think Mullins is just the guy you kind of have to roll with by default. It's not that I love Nick Mullins. I just think that he's the guy you roll with by default. I think the offense this offseason was built for Kirk Cousins, and Nick Mullins is, like, diet Kirk Cousins light, zero calorie. So... I think that things just might fit a little better if Mullins is running the show. doesn't mean things are going to be much better. I think things just might flow a little bit more. There's something to be said about um, teams that have backup quarterbacks that resemble the starter. Mm -hmm. I think that's an an important look. Um, I would go – I would like to see Hall just because we saw, um, you know – eight plays from him and right. a drive and like why not give that guy another chance at it if he's good right. to go that would be but but again this do you know again. i can't say it on the air again. i can't say it on the air but it's the south park episode right now where that's they have to vote for a new school mascot <laughs> that's what the vikings are are having to deal with i can't say what they had to vote for but that's what they have to vote for right now well you know sometimes every backup competition is just a vote between those two Mm-hmm. It uh, sure is. You know, anyway. I got 45 seconds. What do we want to hit? The Minnesota Wild scored more than the Vikings yesterday. Technically, they tied. Technically, they tied. There was 3 nothing. Wild win, 3 nothing. Vikings win. Yep. But the Wild actually scored more than the Vikings. Scored three times. The yeah, points yeah. are awarded differently. <laughs> the true. Wild actually did the thing more uh-huh. than the than the Vikings did yesterday. Yeah, it's true. So they went they go one and two on that kind of West Coast They're red hot, man. road trip thing. So they'll keep rolling there. Uh Minnesota Corey, thank goodness for the Minnesota Timberwolves so we can see some good Minnesota sports play. That doesn't feel good to say, does it? I I, it, I mean it feels great to say, it just doesn't feel right. You know what I mean? 
I mean? Never in 30 years has any Minnesota sports fan been like, at least we got the Timberwolves. At, non-sarcastically, by the way. <laughs> Nobody has like, actually woken up and be like, the Timberwolves are back in action tonight. I've been waiting for this because all the other sports teams are letting me down so much that I'm excited for the best record in the league, Minnesota Timberwolves. Bring on Fat Zion. Let's go. Give man, him some Popeyes. Man, that guy's getting killed in, in NBA Twitter right now. That guy, it's fun to see. It's fun to see not the Wolves getting picked on in that sense. I agree totally. It's fun to see the Wolves just being successful in all this. Um, let's let's tease it very quickly and then I need to go. Let's talk a little Joe Maurer tomorrow. How's that sound? That sounds good. It's a little Joe Maurer Hall of Fame candidacy. Ooh. Ooh, the votes are coming in and we might want to stop the count. Let's put it to you that way. This has been the Morning Sports Desk for Monday, December 11th.